Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Queen Elizabeth passes your news update, and we talk rent on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for September 10th, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. Politicians from across the political spectrum in Britain united in sorrow at the death of Queen Elizabeth II, a passing that brought fractious everyday politics in the country to a halt. Prime Minister Liz Truss said the country was devastated by the death of the monarch. Queen Elizabeth II was the rock on which modern Britain was built. Our country has grown and flourished under her reign. Britain is the great country it is today because of her. We are now a modern, thriving, dynamic nation. Through thick and thin, Queen Elizabeth II provided us with the stability and the strength that we needed. She was the very spirit of Great Britain, and that spirit will endure. And with the passing of the second Elizabethan age, we usher in a new era in the magnificent history of our great country exactly as Her Majesty would have wished, by saying the words, God save the King. Queen Elizabeth was 96 years old. European Union nations struggled to find common ground Friday on ways to shield the population from dramatically increasing energy prices that threatened to plunge millions into cold and poverty over the winter as Russia chokes off natural gas supplies. As tensions mount with Moscow over the war in Ukraine, the energy ministers of the EU's 27 nations could not come together over differences on whether and how to impose a price cap on Russian natural gas. Jeep will start selling two fully electric SUVs in North America and another one in Europe over the next two years. The new EVs, Jeep's first, are part of the Stellantis brand's plans to convert half the U.S. sales and all of its European sales to battery electric vehicles by 2030. They're the first for the brand, and executives are promising that they'll be fully capable of off-road travel. The new vehicles include the Jeep Recon, a four-wheel drive, mid-size SUV about the size of the Jeep Wrangler and rival Ford's gas-powered Bronco Sport. It will be produced at an undisclosed North American factory starting in 2024. No range performance figures of prices were released, but Jeep also will start making an all-electric Wagoneer S mid-size luxury SUV in 2024 that can also go off-road. The electric extension of the Wagoneer sub-brand 
is expected to go 400 miles on a single charge, have 600 horsepower, and be able to, to travel from 0 to 60 miles in about 3.5 seconds. Chinese state media say a man has been found safe after he spent two days aloft in a hydrogen balloon, traveling about 320 kilometers after it became untethered and flew away while he was using it to harvest pine nuts from a tree. The man, identified only by his surname Hu and a partner, were collecting pine nuts on Sunday in a forest park in Heilongjiang province in northeastern China when they lost control and the balloon sailed off. The other person jumped to the ground and a search was launched for the escape balloon and who. State broadcaster CCTV said rescuers were able to contact the man by cell phone the following morning and instructed him to slowly deflate the balloon. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's ArbitrageTrade.com blog includes Zodiac signs and personalities, Florida's Space Ghost takes off, and Royce and I talk 525,600 minutes. 525,000 moments, oh dear. Not that rent, man. Oh. We're talking apartment rent. All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog, available now at Now let's go to the president and chief singer of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more Royce. Sorry I was grumpy there. I, I, I'm i an asparagus, as you know, and my moon was in Gatorade. Uh, more playing with Zodiacs, I see. Hmm. Yeah, this is part two of our Virgo season series from Ari. Uh. And um, if you've been keeping up with the blog, you know that we talked about uh, whether or not there's a correlation between Zodiac signs and personality. And there aren't. There's not. You're right. <laughs> um, so science it, isn't there. Yeah, l- l- let's just do this. Let's take a, a quick look at personalities and how they are formed. Um, what we do know is that personalities are partially nature, nurture. You've heard that before. Nature, yeah. nurture, and some level of we don't know. In between, know. yeah. Je ne sais quoi. I don't know what. Well, why did you say je ne sais quoi? I don't know what. I, I don't know why either. Anyway. But in that French for I don't know why. I don't know. But uh, we're talking about something <laughs> called epigenetics. Epigenetics. Um, what is epigenetics? Well, it's when a heritable phenotype change. Yeah, we're, we're talking big science today. Oh, so it's like an epigenetic uh, pin? It, Wait. That's 
No. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> that's for that's for like I know an EpiPen is not epigenetics. That's that's, that's, that's sorry that's, I had to. Wow, man. Right. He's on one. Have you had your coffee this morning? I have. And a giant smoothie from Smoothie King. That explains it. Yeah. That explains it. So epigenetics is when a heritable phenotype change happens without alterations to the DNA sequence. And so better, it looks like a duck. It quacks like a duck, but it might not be a duck? In better terms, it's it's when there's a change in how a gene is expressed without physically making a change to the sequence of the gene. Uh, for example, for example, so some, we've been hacked. Our genes have been hacked. We hack our own genes, technically. Isn't that called evolution, more or less? More or less. Could be. I'm like that. That's what it sounds like. I mean, if you make it really simple. So speaking of speaking of evolution, um, we see in rhesus monkeys, right? Yeah. Uh, rhesus monkey infants who didn't receive typical maternal care. Lacked some serotonin, which Ooh, resulted that's a big no-no. Which resulted in them being more aggressive when they got older. No, that explains my brother. All right, continue. Oh wow! <laughs> it's also been observed in rats. Those that were cared for by their master by their mothers tended to be more docile versus rats that were left alone as pups. Uh, they tended to be more uh, anxious and aggressive. So. Uh, there's some evidence there that epigenetic changes can be reversible, but uh, that's not really been explored. Um, pretty cool article on arbitragetrade.com at our blog. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that as research is released concerning the development of personalities. He's alive! Alive! Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. A decade ago, Florida's Space Coast was in the doldrums. The Space Shuttle program had ended, and with it, the steady stream of space enthusiasts who filled the area's restaurants and hotel and motel rooms during regular astronaut launches. The Kennedy Space Center's 7,400 laid-off shuttle workers struggled to find jobs in their fields, and many left for other states. The country's unemployment rate skyrocketed to almost 12%, and foreclosures were rampant in the aftermath of a housing crisis that struck Florida harder than most states. The Miracle City Mall, once thriving shopping destination that had been around since the Apollo moonshots in the 1960s was abandoned in the mid-2010s, and other stores and restaurants were shuttered. 
It was devastating, along with the fact that our nation was going into a recession. We had lost our bread and butter. We had lost our economy, said Daniel Diesel, mayor of Titusville, which sits across the Indian River from the Kennedy Space Center. Nowadays, the county's unemployment rate is under 3%, and the Space Coast is humming with jobs and space launches. NASA's first launch of its new moon rocket, set for last Saturday, was expecting to attract hundreds of thousands of visitors, like Ed Mayall. He traveled more than 4,300 miles from London to witness the first scrubbed launch attempt on Monday. It's just so exciting, the thought of being able to go to space myself potentially with all the commercial programs going on. It just makes you want to live it, Mayall said. It Like it's just exciting to be around. While most of the past six decades of space business in Florida was orchestrated by NASA and the Air Force, this recent rejuvenation on the Space Coast has been powered in the past decade by private commercial companies like SpaceX and Blue Origin, founded by two of the planet's richest men, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Several launches a month are now taking place along the Space Coast, with SpaceX launching the Starlink internet satellites every few weeks. Perhaps nothing best captured the Space Coast's comeback than SpaceX's first astronaut liftoff in spring 2020, which put Florida's central coast back in the business of catapulting humans into space and marked the first time a private company had launched people into orbit. The efforts drew hundreds of thousands of visitors from around the world and ended a nine-year launch drought for NASA. As of last year, the Kennedy Space Center had more than 12,300 civil servants, private contractors, and other employees working at the spaceport, just a few thousand employees short of the 15,000 workers during the heydays of the shuttle program. Along the Space Coast, new subdivisions have been permitted, new hotels have been built, small manufacturing plants supporting the space industry are under construction in industrial parks, and a gleaming outdoor shopping area recently opened in the footprint of the Miracle City Mall. Last year, the Milken Institute ranked the Space Coast metro area as having the second strongest economy in the U.S. using an index based on jobs, wages, and high-tech growth. The ranking for the metro was up 47 spots from three years prior. Besides the growth of the commercial space companies, the Space Coast's economy has diversified in the past decade beyond its traditional reliance on space. More after this. Stick around. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep. And my dorky dad hat, and I'm gonna do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! no! 
Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Royce, how's your summer travel schedule been? Um, uh, a lot. A lot, actually. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. Been doing a lot of air travel? I've gone to a few places like Vegas and Los Angeles and, man, yeah, uh, a few, Nashville even. Now, were those business trips or personal? Uh, two business, one personal. There you go. So, here's the thing. Um, the airline industry post-pandemic is recovering. But unfortunately, it's not recovered quite enough. Uh, they tapped the 2019 numbers over the Labor Day weekend. But their biggest uh, biggest fundraiser, if you will, their biggest profit center, yeah. has not yet fully returned. Can you guess who those people are? Um, I'm going to say it's not insane clown posse. No, it's probably people going to work. Uh, well, if... Our tra- business trips. If they're traveling for, you know, a concert, that would be business. Right? Hey, I, I like traveling for could concerts. Be in, could be insane clown posse. I don't know. Right. Anyway, <laughs> All right. You never so, know. They could be traveling for business. Right? So anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we are we are special today. Um, hey, this is a special weekend edition. So far, <laughs> so far, business travel hasn't returned to its... It's pre-pandemic level, basically. Uh, it still remains about 25 to 30% lower than it normally has been, according to airlines and, and people who track With those With as many sort of plane uh, trips that have been canceled and rerouted and vouchers sent, yeah, I'm surprised anyone's traveling at all. Well, that, that's, that's an interesting point. Um, and and yeah, that that does have some some uh, some weight on it, but not as much as you would think. You see, business travel is is kind of more complicated than hey, it's somebody deciding they want to take a, a vacation. On the average, business travels pay more for their seats than say just the normal uh, vacation traveler. You don't travel business class when you when you go for vacation, do you? Uh, not usually, no. No, you don't go first class. Maybe. 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 <laughs> but larger businesses have the budget for their their business class uh, passengers to travel more comfortably. 
And on the corporate side, it takes a little bit more, you know, a little bit more to restart that because there's a lot of moving parts. There's client availability. There's uh, there's sales availability. There's uh, ticket availability. Um, budget. Yep. If it's out of the budget, it's been cut. And a lot of people cut back on their travel budgets this year. Speaking of, I need to talk to you about our departmental uh, travel budget. I need to take a trip to Vegas to do some sales lead. I'm going to say no. I'm, I think there's a big convention that's coming in October. We're going to that, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so so what they're saying here is that, is that uh, these bigger airlines, they d- depend on business travel. Um, it looks to be that it is returning, but it could be up to mid-2026 before business travel gets back up to where it needs to be for these airlines. Cool. That means at that point, Bitcoin should be fully populated and no longer being mined. Ding, ding, ding. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. More after this on Arbitrage Weekend. Stick around because Royce and I are talking rent. Not what you think. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, Okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Apple's latest lineup of iPhones will boast better cameras, faster processors, and a longer-lasting battery, all at the same prices as last year's models, despite inflationary pressure that has driven up the cost of many other everyday items. That pricing decision revealed Wednesday during Apple's first in-person product event in three years came as a mild surprise. Many analysts predicted Apple would ask its devout fans to pay as much as 15% more to help offset rising costs for many components. The hoopla surrounding Apple's new iPhone 14 models is part of a post-Labor Day ritual the company has staged annually for more than a decade. Wednesday's event was held on the company's Cupertino, California campus at a theater named after company co-founder Steve Jobs. After Apple CEO Tim Cook strolled out on stage, most of the event consisted of pre-recorded video presentation that the company honed during previous events staged during the pandemic. For several years, Apple's new iPhones have consistently featured incremental upgrades to cameras and battery life, and this year's models were no exception. Pricing for the standard iPhone 14 will start at $799. The deluxe iPhone 14 Pro Max will start at $1099. Among the latest improvements is a 48 megapixel camera in the Pro and Pro Max models that the company said will produce especially crisp 
pictures. The iPhone 13 versions of the Pro and Pro Max have 12 megapixel cameras. This year's high-end models will also have always-on displays that will stay lit even when the device is locked, a feature that has been available on many smartphones powered by Google's Android software. Beginning in November, all the iPhone 14 models will be able to send SOS messages via a new satellite feature, a safety measure intended to let users request help when in remote areas without a wireless connection. All the iPhone 14 models will also include a motion sensor capable of detecting serious car crashes and will automatically connect to emergency services. With inflation still hovering at its highest level in 40 years, consumers have curbed their spending on many discretionary items. That's likely contributing to a recent decline in smartphone sales. Although the iPhone has fared much better than its competing Android devices. The dimming sales outlook prompted the research firm International Data Corporation to predict a worldwide decline in 2022 smartphone shipments of 6.5%, almost double the 3.5% decline it had estimated a few months ago. Despite that anticipated drop in sales, the average price for new smartphones is expected to finish this year about 6% higher than last year, IDC estimated. By keeping iPhone prices the same, Apple faces the potential risk of undermining its profits if inflation drives up its own costs. It's a hit the company could easily afford, given it has reaped $44 billion in profits through the first half of this year. Apple could also end up fattening its bottom line if consumers looking to upgrade their mobile devices gravitate to the high-end Pro and Pro Max models, which generate bigger profit margins than the cheaper models. And it appears Apple is anticipating a growing number of consumers will be prepared to pay an additional $200 to $300 for deluxe versions. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Royce, you know I've been looking for an apartment. It's been kind of a Don't thing. do that. Just don't. What? Leave one alone. It, it's been kind of a thing here at the office. You know, I come in all excited. I've got this thing, and it's, it's yeah. you know, it's great. And How are you going to pay next year's rent? Yeah. This year's rent. Yeah. This month's rent. I don't know, man. You know, it, it rent, you know, I checked in with one of the agents that I have, and she's, like, all excited. She's like, 
hey, I got this thing at number 10 main, and it's it's one bedroom, 1,000 square feet. And I'm like, cool, that's, that's about right, about what I need. $1,650, Royce. Ew. I'm going to tell you a god-awful story. Go ahead. All right, ready? Sure. My mortgage is 60% less than that. I know. Okay, just making sure you... I know. I know. Uh, rent on a national average is up uh, 14% July Ooh. over July of last year. Now, that's the smallest annual increase since November, according to a new report from Redfin. Redfin, of course, been wearing that out. That's oh, yeah. been fun. It is quite literally, I believe, rent's up about 40-something percent over last year's numbers. And over in, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. So I'm staying my butt exactly where I am right now, which is exactly what most of your analysts are recommending. Yep, and people who are on houses, they're not buying anymore either. So basically, we're sitting on the top of another bubble. <laughs> yeah, just waiting for that to pop. But as we see this, it looks like it should slow further toward the end of the year, but there's still a lot of uncertainty on that we're probably going to get to 2023 before things get really back to normal and is that the new normal or what what's normal well normal is whatever people accept as what's been going on for a while that that's that's the key right so yeah you know places like rochester new york you see you see rent up 15.3 percent and that's already high for new york so actually I know this because I looked for an apartment up there as well. $1,600 median rent uh, on Long Island right now. Yep. Insane. Insane. Gas prices coming back down, but it seems like rent's going back up 10, 12, 15%. And it looks like rent can take up to 40% of a household's income on a median average. You know what's crazy about rent and owning a house? Real quick, right? Yeah. To own a house, to qualify to own a house, it, it takes it can't be more than twenty five percent of your salary. Yet you can afford to pay forty percent of your salary to get into a place to rent it. Yes. So that means the same money that you're paying, it doesn't spend the same because yeah, forty percent it can be your rent, but it can't be more than twenty five percent. So the same place you're staying in to rent, you can't afford if you were trying to buy the same house. So I was looking at 31.09% where I was looking at the last one. Here's the thing. People say you can take up to a fifth to a quarter of your of your income and put it toward housing. Yep, that, and that's what you need to qualify. Currently, I have about 10.88% toward housing right now. And that's it for Arbitrage Weekend. Royce, we'll see you on Sunday. Check out arbitragetrade.org for that and all of our other great instructors and classes. I'll see you on Monday for Arbitrage News Daily. I like that idea. Let's do this more often. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage 
HorseTrade.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.